My name is Louis Englehart, and I lived in Marceline. I moved here in 1936. Came here when I was in this, started the second grade, and uh, lived here pretty much ever since. Um, the school system, when I first came to town, they had uh, Park School, which uh, was located uh, uh, where the uh, grocery store is now, Ezra's Grocery Store, and those on uh, the uh, one side of the tracks went to uh, Park School, and Central School was over where the parking lot is for the high school now, and uh, the ones on that side of the track went to that school first through the fourth grades. Then uh, the grades six, seven, eight, and nine, why uh, all of them consolidated to Central School. And then, of course, from there he went on into high school. Uh, Central School, both Park and Central were a, a two-story brick building. Uh, it was heated by coal. Uh, Park School, I can remember, they threw the cinders out on the playgrounds, uh, got rid of the cinders easy and uh, didn't have to mow the grass. Uh, had very little playground equipment. Uh, just left up to the ingenuity of the kids and uh, what to play. The uh, Central School was uh, uh, a little bit more upgraded. It furnished the heating system for the high school and it piped heat underground from uh, Central School to the high school and you could also follow that pipe underground if you wanted to over to high school and back. And there's a few boys did it but not very many. I wouldn't want to. And uh, the, uh, the discipline was a, a little bit different then than it is now. I remember one boy named Eugene Sanders uh, had uh, been held back in one grade four years in a row in Central School and he was bigger than any of the teachers. At that time there were, most of the teachers were women and uh, they could hit him as hard as they could and he'd just laugh at them because they couldn't hit him hard enough. And uh, he would grab a hold of them and, and he could hold them and he got a big kick out of that and they, they had brought a uh, uh, special superintendent in that was strong on discipline to straighten the uh, uh, kids out going to school at that time. And uh, this boy got a, a fooling one day. He had a hold of one of the teachers holding her and the superintendent came in behind him and uh, wheeled him around and just plowed him right in the kisser with his fist. <laughs> Knocked him down one flight of stairs and as he got up the superintendent followed him down and uh, he uh, hit him again and knocked him down another flight of the stairs and that uh, was graduation day for that boy. He never came back. Uh, also, uh, one thing uh, I remember about him, he wore overalls and over a pair of belt pants and he came to school one day with a gun tucked inside his, his belt. So that isn't really much different than it is today in some schools anyway. Hopefully not Marshalline though. Uh, we didn't have uh, uh, any uh, Pee Wee League or uh, uh, other sports of any kind. 
you couldn't get on a basketball court till you was in high school, and uh, then they expected you to pro play like a pro. I can remember we used to play in, uh, in grade school and junior high out on a dirt court outside, and uh, you'd be uh, dribbling along, and the ball hit a hit a uh, footprint, hard clod or something, and it bounced out of bounds. And uh, but we enjoyed it. And uh, some of the, uh, I remember when Eldred Sage came as a uh, superintendent, uh, he was a little bit more free with the uh, uh, basketball court and he would let the uh, alumni come in and play town team basketball, which I really appreciated, a lot of us did. Some of the businesses that were in town uh, were uh, Edgar Myers Clothing and C.U. Murray's Clothing Store. Uh, Edgar Myers Clothing uh, was uh, is was where the home loan is now. Of course, Murray's is still the same place. Doc Drennan's Drugstore was across the street from uh, uh, Edgar Myers. That was at uh, where the Napa, old Napa building is. It's the uh, flower shop in there now. Maurice's uh, confectionery was a place that the kids loved to go and uh, she made the best malt there was and uh, uh, she made a ice cream delight called a Dusty Miller that everybody really appreciated. Uh, for another recreation, we'd go to uh, down to Foley's at a dance floor down there, and then they had Teen Town at one time, which uh, was uh, right uptown, uh, in between a Masonic building and and uh, Birdman's Auto, someplace in there. There was also a uh, Chief's Theater that was there, which burned down at one one time, and there was a. Small restaurant down there. I can't think of the name of the restaurant. I think maybe it was Mabel's. And uh, for summer recreation, a lot of times they'd bring a, a uh, wood floor rotor skating rink in, put it out to the county line out by the uh, Cimarron there on that corner, and we'd go out there and, and skate. And uh, the biggest recreation was down at the country club. It uh, was members only, but uh, and the membership wasn't very much. But it was a good place for kids day or night. And they was mostly swimming, but they brought in, uh, uh, made tennis courts there later on, which really helped quite a bit. Going back to the uh, the uh, school I had to think the other night when they had the spring band concert the band teacher said that they were going to be moving into a new facility which they needed real badly and I can remember uh, they didn't used to have any sixth grade band or seventh grade band they either made the band or you didn't make it if you was 
could play good enough, you could get in there at any age, and if you couldn't play, well, uh, you just didn't get there. But I can't remember where the band room was, but the acoustics in it were so bad the band teacher asked everybody to donate blankets, and they hung blankets and quilts from the walls so the sound wouldn't bounce all over. And uh, helped a little bit, but it still wasn't the best. That, that was really rough in it. We uh, always had a junior play and a senior play, and uh, everybody looked forward to that. The whole community, community looked forward to seeing those each year. And, uh, I do re remember one uh, uh, when uh, there's a man lived on. Uh, South Kansas by the name of Cephas Hershey lived out there past where uh, Gene Landry lives now and same side of the road and he was always perplexed at uh, the city of Marceline trying to uh, uh, court Walt Disney and he put up a sign in his front yard, Beggar Avenue, one time because he didn't appreciate him asking Walt Disney for money all to all time donations. And at one time they asked the Walt Disney Corporation if they could uh, name South Avenue or South Kansas uh, Disney Avenue uh, some name to making reference to Disney, and for some reason they wouldn't let him. Boy Scouts were really active when, uh, back when I was a kid, and uh, we uh, uh, didn't uh, participate a lot in a, of a local nature. They had a Boy Scout cabin. It was a log cabin down there on the where the uh, uh, parking field is now, uh, just uh, south of the uh, old football field. That's where they met every. Once a, once a month, I think. And I recall one Fourth of July incident. I can't re recall the year, but uh, there was a couple of guys got on the Ferris wheel and they were uh, had been drinking, and they uh, uh, stood up, and uh, the uh, bucket turned, seat turned, and they fell out, and one. Landed on his head, and the other rode, caught the side and rode, rode it down. And uh, I was there when the priest came and gave this man his last rites. Uh, but he was he was killed. And I, for about three years, I was sorry I ever went up and, and looked in on that deal. But uh, this uh, they have a column in the paper now with uh, Ms. Brown. She uh, uh, goes back and makes uh, documents uh, different things that have happened through the years and I just recently read where she had an accounting of that and I always like to read that too because some, so many of those things I can remember <laughs> and uh, what happened and, and like this when I was Johnny on the spot I was you might say involved I can remember the first time they had uh, buffalo burgers and at the 4th of July celebration. Uh, it was really quite a treat. 
but it would have been better if they'd have cooked them a little bit longer. There's a little bit red in the middle. The uh, about as uh, far back as I can remember on the ministers, uh, the, I went to the Christian Church at that time. And Wade Hampton was a pastor at uh, at that time when I was a kid. They used to have forty and fifty youth uh, at a attending a party. Uh, One of the main hobbies of uh, especially the boys around Marceline when I was a kid was riding bikes. Of course, that's also a mode of transportation, too. You could cover a lot of ground. And I can remember my first bike was a Western Auto, and I was so short-legged I couldn't even get on the seat and start it. I would uh, sit on the, uh, uh, oh, there was a little carrier across the back wheel, and I'd set on that and get it started then swing up and start pedaling and uh, I, I love to ride that with uh, there's a guy named Don Wooten who's just uh, ahead of me in school we used to ride to Brookfield uh, every Sunday afternoon go to the movie and then ride home that was before they had the uh, road wide enough to ride on the side it was sort of a, a dangerous experience really but we uh, we did it and, uh, we did a lot of uh, sleigh riding, of course, uh, in 36 and 37, uh, and later on we had a, a awful heavy snow, and uh, I can remember doing a lot of sleigh riding. We'd go out and start a bonfire up and uh, sleigh ride down a hill at night, and then, of course, as we got older, and it was fun to hitch on the cars. and. Uh, I don't guess they do that anymore, but we used to. How did you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh? <laughs> well, anyway, you, you soon learn to get on the opposite side of the exhaust, though, to <laughs> hold on. It didn't take an education to do that. I can remember uh, when uh, I, uh, I heard out on the railroad in 1947 as a brakeman, but Prior to that, I can remember trains stopping here, and they had a little cafe uh, next to the depot uptown, and uh, train, passenger trains would stop here long enough for people to get off and go in and get a sandwich and get back on the train and go on to the next next town. And uh, uh, there's a local character, happened to be a black man by the name of Wampus. He was real small, he had great big feet, and he played the comb, and he'd get out there when the train was stopped alongside the train, and he'd play that comb and dance and sing, and then people throw money off to him. And actually, he did, he did pretty good. Uh, he did. I never knew of him to ever work, and you know, he seemed to have money, mm -hmm. and that's the only money I ever heard of him getting. That uh, uh, was just. Uh, telling a person uh, yesterday on how Marceline was uh, uh, got to be the terminal of the Santa Fe 
Originally, the surveying team stopped at Buckland. Marceline wasn't even in existence. And uh, this story was told me by a civil engineer. Uh, and they thought that uh, they would build the terminal at uh, Buckland because the CB&Q ran through there, so it would make a good interchange point. And it just seemed good logic. And everybody jumped the price of their land up there when the survey team hit. So the guy in charge of the surveyor said, well, load up, fellas. We don't have to build a railroad terminal here. And they were seven miles down the track. And that's where Marceline, they unloaded and surveyed for Marceline. And that's where they, they uh, made the railroad terminal and, and built the town.